Hey, what's up, guys? This is the third episode of the Deep Dish Podcast. My name is Matthew. Uh, one of those is, is Glance. Raise your hand. What do you do, baby? The ladies' man. He's over there for me. Uh, that's Kennedy. My boy. And oh. Our guest today, I think he's over there, is Joshua. He's my man. Beautiful, guys. Look at him. Look at him. He's, he's, he's hot. He's definitely Korean. He's not Filipino at all. Like, look at him. Ladies, he's DMs single. Open. His DMs, oh, are, DMs are open. He's single. <laughs> For all of us, baby. Come on now. But he's not ready to mingle. So his DMs are actually Kennedy, can you? Oh, oh, that's tragic. <laughs> um, anyway. The lances are open. Oh, yeah. Lances, they're open. Kennedy's, they're open. Mine? Oh, yeah, they could be open. I don't know. <laughs> they call us the ladies' man for a reason. Ladies the man. ladies' man. <laughs> he just he just made that up right now. He definitely made that. No, he made that up last episode. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, today we're just here with Joshua. He, I've known him for a long time, and I wanted to have him on the podcast because he's my boy, you know. Um, happy to have you here, Josh. I've been watching a lot of shows recently, and I was wondering, like. When you guys get into a show, uh, what do you think? Anime, any kind of show. Uh, what's more important? The overall plot, like the story, or the characters? Like, what do you think? What do you think, Josh? Um, I think... I think the characters, because, um, like... If uh, if I'd have to if I'd have to think about it, like if you're watching an anime, you know, with slice of life, on paper that sounds boring, but it's the characters and personalities that make it fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, or like Demon Slayer. Um, on paper, it's just people killing demons, or yeah, like swordsmen killing demons. It's a very simple plot, but I think the characters really bring it to life. I mean, the, the plot is good too, but. Yeah, I think the character, because um, you'd be living in that plot through the character. Yeah. yeah. Good point. You looked like you disagreed when he said characters. <laughs> Wait, you talking to me? I said Lance. <laughs> oh! Me, personally, I'm more of a story guy. So, like, I wasn't really sure what you meant by character. I, like, I instantly thought of how they looked. So uh, character design. Yeah. So me, in terms of stories, I'm more into design, right? But I do lean on plot a little bit more. What? As an art style, I mean. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so if it's not an art style I like, I instantly cut it off. It's not because it's like... Uh, not because the story's bad. Like, Bleach. I know Bleach is good. But because of like its art style, I just can't find myself watching it too much. You don't like Bleach's art style? Bleach looks beautiful. No, I I mean the place I left out like one thirty. Like episode one thirty. I mean, yeah, that's because it's old. Like that's true. The the art style changes, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, but unless like the the plot is just just ten out of ten for me, you know what I mean. Or sometimes, if you got them characters, you know what I'm saying. 
where they got just a massive, you know, they just got Tommy. They, they built like One Piece. Yeah, Robin. he knows. He knows. Boa. He like one of those. You know, I just might be a little bit persuaded. My, uh, just a little bit. Just, just a, little bit. a bit, just a bit. The ladies man. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, Kennedy, what do you think? Um, it's actually a very interesting question. Because for, like, at first I was kind of thinking, oh, plot is, like, very central to the whole story and all that. But it's kind of like what you guys said. Can't really drive a plot for characters. And then when you kind of think of like shows, the very first thing you gravitate towards is the character themselves. Oh, when you when you think of One Piece, oh, you think of Luffy, and think of Show Naruto. You don't think of its plot. You really gravitate towards. Oh yeah, that that cool Naruto guy and uh, Sasuke and Sasuke. And yeah, I feel in terms of kind of just like shows, you, you lean towards characters and their personalities that they their character development you lean towards aspects of characters and i feel secondary comes because i know like for like outsiders really they only see the characters but even for like people who actually watch this um i feel they they too gravitate who they like most who they like least that's my take. I definitely agree with all of you. Uh, I think characters are the forefront. Like, <clears throat> a show, like, even if a show has a really good plot, if it has really bad characters, I think it's really hard to get attached to a show like that. When I when I think of a plot, or, or, its, or its purpose, right, I think its purpose is to enhance the characters, right? I think I think the most important part of a show is the characters because it's the characters that go through the plot. Like Joshua was saying, you live through the character or, you know, basically experiencing the plot through the characters. And I think that what makes a good show is having a plot that makes stuff happen to the characters. I think that's that that's how it all culminates together. But yeah. Like, what's what's like your guys's all time one piece. Or a Gairu. Come on now. Or a Gairu or I'm not really a person who can pick favorites easily. Um. Oh, he's looking through the catalog. Damn, must watch I was gonna pull it up. I have Stop a list. Really? He actually got a catalog. I mean, I, I, I have a list, but I, I haven't. Yeah, that was that was from when I like really watched anime. How high? How high up there is a uh, Sakura Soul? I don't know. A lot of these I watched when I was like a kid. I see. So, um, my opinion would probably change. But the first thing that comes to mind, the first, the first anime that comes to mind is Bleach. If, uh, <laughs> That's so shitty. Yeah. All right. All right. I think. I, I think. I'm thinking about Rewo. Oh, never mind. Continue, my bad. <laughs> for me my favorite anime i mean let me pull up the catalogs but i'm pretty sure it's money girl senpai i said that's so and it's like <laughs> it's it's because like the the plot is very simple it's not that extravagant but i just think the characters are really really well written 
and like they're really good at getting you attached to the characters. That's like the common thing among all of my like highly rated shows is they're all very character based. Like my favorite, um, my favorite sh- shonen His favorite. Is, is ReZero, which is another like extremely character based show. Like because the fucking plot is, oh, I died, but I'm back. Oh, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not that complex. But I think the characters are just really well written. Same with um. No, there's a bunch. I can go on and on, but yeah. And I'm, but I'm not a weave anymore, guys. Trust, trust. <laughs> uh, I I remembered one. Um, my favorite old anime, for sure, is Clannad. Does Angel Beats count as an old anime? <laughs> I remember that now. Angel Beats count count as an old. I don't know. It came out in like maybe 2010. I don't think. Oh, that's that's considered old. Twenty ten. I'm checking. It. I thought we were like talking about like the nineteen ninety. I know. No, he's. I, that's why I'm asking. I guess then. Then my favorite old enemy would have to anime would have to be Ava. Hmm. Ava's just good. I like Shinji. Oh, and Code Geass. I think that's an old one. Oh, and Death Note. That's pretty old. Right? Yeah. Oh, true. All right. For yeah, for for my old ones, yeah, uh, definitely those. In fact, those those are up there. Um. I'm just trying to remember like pure enjoyment factor and um, that pure enjoyment factor, like uh, some sports anime too, like like you or Kuroko no Basuke. Yeah. You know, uh, a recent anime <clears throat> I watched uh, was Bochi the Rock. And it's just, it's really good. Like it's, not, it's another one of those things where it's just, I love the fucking characters. I think characters are just the best part out of any show. You know, some shows like Demon Slayer has good characters, but I also think you could argue that a lot of one of the reasons people watch it is just the, the animation. Like that's it's a really big reason. The animation is really good. Some people dislike the animation. Like I I've seen it. Like I, I'll delve like accidentally into like the anime Reddit, and then fucking people just fucking hate Ufo Table just because I don't know I don't know why, but yeah. They didn't on any. <laughs> Yeah. How y'all, isn't there like Demon Slayer is like the peakiest of animation? I haven't seen know. any they animation had, like, better. They had like in a budget. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll say I'd say it's really yeah. good. I don't know if it's the the peakest of animation. I think I prefer like it depends on also what you're looking for, right? Like some of the movies have really really beautiful visuals, like Weathering with You. But um, like like what? There's a difference between like beautiful and like action packed, right? Like people, some people think Fate Zero is animated better than than um, Demon Slayer, and it's the same animation studio. So I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, like just please don't yell at me. <laughs> but, I was yeah. screaming on that one fight scene, bro. That was so. Uh, you mean you mean episode Which nine, scene? season one? <laughs> oh no no no! The new one. What was it called? Oh, the the second one. one. It was like at the end with that green man. All I know is it was talking, fire. Wait, I'm what anime are we talking about? Demon Slayer. He's talking about the Demon Green Man. Oh, Yutaro. Oh. Yutaro? Yeah, yeah. I think that's his name. That was beautiful. That's how I got my dad into the show. I I show that's how I got my dad. End sentence. <laughs> how are those Midnight Doritos? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm well, I'm getting so unhealthy. Caught me caught me off guard. I haven't thought about anime in a while. Mm. I I yeah, I don't plan on watching any in, in the near future, but yeah. I mean you said you wanted to rewatch Angel Beats, right? I did, but um 
that's why I'm young, and I I don't feel like I've I fully appreciated at the time, and now, well, I I thought I could rewatch it because I thought I forgot all of it, but then I listened to the opening and I remembered the whole plot. I see. Well, there there are two shows yeah. that came out this year that I think I think you like both of them. The one I was talking about, Bochi the Rock, and uh, Licorice Recoil, like because they're both. I know, like the. I think I know the like the what kind of stuff you like, and I think you like both of them. Bushi yeah, the Rock. The I'm name sounds about. stupid, though. Every anime name sounds stupid. I thought I thought so too, but then I actually watched the first episode. Are you gonna see? No, no, no. This is this is Joshua. Joshua. If I said the most normal name ever, he would have gone. That sounds stupid, Mario. You're stupid. <laughs> what? Okay, what is a normal anime name, though? I don't know. You'll get to know bitches. <laughs> that was so uncalled for. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Later? Actual genuine question just turned into. No, I mean it's not even. No, I didn't mean it towards you. I just thought it was. Nah, you're. Looking, <laughs> I, I, I can't see that, but I know you were looking right at me. <laughs> okay. Uh, our, uh... <laughs> Back on track. Uh, there's a question I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What do you think are like the qualities that make a good friend? You know, like obviously, you know, you're not gonna look for them, or not all the time. You don't just look for them because you just befriend people. But like, what makes someone mm-hmm. like? What what make what would make you define someone as a good friend, a good person? I guess. If I wanted to like befriend someone, like what would I look for? I suppose, but not necessarily just like like if you want to befriend someone. I mean, like if someone's already a friend, what makes you mm-hmm. think they're a good friend? Or maybe what would make you want to be better friends with them because of a quality you see in them? Because I feel like we don't make, like, we don't always pick uh, the friends we make. Okay, like, like right okay. Because, you know, you're usually put, in, put somewhere and then oh, you meet friends there. And what would make mm-hmm. you want to pursue a closer friendship? Like, what do you think makes right. a good friend? So what makes a good friend for me is how they act how they act towards you and how they um what kind of efforts they make towards you and your relationship when you aren't useful to them in anything or when you're at a low and you know like are they still your friend like that okay yeah that because that means that means that they're willing to work with you and they want they they want a, a mutual relationship with you, even if you know there's no like immediate benefit. Then I would I would look for that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I agree. What do you guys think? Personally, <laughs> a lot of people would say chemistry, but I definitely don't think so, because although you can have chemistry with someone, that doesn't mean that person will stick by you. I've had many situations where that's been the case, but for me, I guess my hard iron rule of when I genuinely think someone is a good friend is if, even with the mistakes I make, if you can manage to stay by me and still support me and still be there for me in events that I do fail, in events that I do mess up, I will respect you like way more than anyone else. Because one, shows your character. Two, it's not one of those fake friendships. I mean, yeah, people will speak behind your back, but having someone stand by with you. Or maybe it's just because I've just grown up that like people just like leave me. Like for really dumb reasons too. 
Like, okay, I'm not gonna go into that, but yeah, but if you just can stand by someone, especially during their lows, heavily respected. Yeah, and like they can they can say stuff behind your back, but when they say it to your face, you know. Oh, I like it when you say it to my face. That's true. That's why yeah, like, a lot. I'll say a bunch people... of stuff to Matthew's face. I know, but it's very like different what? with today's culture because it's so weird. Because people nowadays aren't very straightforward. Because like me, I'm a realist. So like, if I'm doing shitty, something shitty, like say it to my face, and I like I'll actually think about it. But other people, when you say it to them. Instead of uh, constructive criticism, they'll like take it to heart. You know, that, that's most people I've met so far. So that's why it's kind of like, especially me, I'm very blunt and straightforward. So like, mm-hmm. I can offend people without meaning to offend people mm-hmm. on accident. Mm-hmm. I think an extension of what you're yeah. saying, because I think sometimes I'm one of those people that you're describing, but it's because for me, right? random person calls me worthless i don't fucking care and this is an extreme you know i know you wouldn't say that but but if you were to call me worthless then it would mean a lot more you know and it's it's it doesn't have to be just like something extreme as extreme as that but it's like for the people i care about most he's dying my bad i had a i had a massive burp (laughs) for the what the, the the words i hear from the people i care about most i think carry the most weight Right, like when my mom says some some, some something mean about me, you know, it, it matters a lot more to me. Like when she's like, "Oh, I don't like your hair. I don't like your the way you dress, or I don't like X or Y," and it hurts a lot more than than if if if, if Lance were to say it. And comparatively, if some random person said that shit, it would hurt a lot less than if Lance were to say it. You know. Tell him. Think... Yeah. 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 I think... Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. when it comes to like looking for. Like qualities and friends, I think for me, I just prioritize like what Lance was saying and what what Joshua was saying. Just like if they don't gain anything by being with you, right? Are they still there? I think that matters a lot, and the the effort that they put in matters, right? Because you'll see some people really, really genuinely care when you're down, and some people like some people will help you without asking, and some people. Will, will help you after you ask. And I think there's a big difference in those people, how much they could care about you. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, uh, it's kind of like what you guys are describing. I feel, I heard from you guys, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of having like this unconditional love present with your friendship because i know i know no one's perfect in this life i know there's like things that you do with your friends that's like really cool but then there's like some moments where they do something and you think oh that that was kind of dumb as shit uh why did they do that 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 kind of annoyed me but even if they do have their mishap and if they make mistakes that were completely avoidable at times you still love them because you don't really look at their flaws because I feel for someone to really truly love someone despite their flaws, Kevin hurts back. Um, you kind of just realize that you have flaws in yourself. You yourself are not realize that, and you kind of apply that same rule to. Yeah, you know, like I'm not completely perfect myself, 
and my friends aren't the same, but still, I love them. And um, I think um, still another thing that is important is kind of just uh, it's it's honesty. It's it's kind of Lance's point because in terms of honesty, I I totally get the whole thing where like it's um in this day and age it's hard to be straightforward especially in an age where we people are expected to receive good comments on like when homegirl posts a post she 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 pretty much expects like oh people have to know like oh my gosh you're so pretty and then and then yes just so slay is like oh my gosh marry me like we kind of live in a day and age where we expect that and when that one comment of like constructive criticism comes it's like uh oh pitchforks are out uh you're 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 burning on the stick now uh oh and yeah i feel it's kind of just you've gotten too conditioned of trying to arm ourselves all of the time instead of trying to up uplift ourselves kind of like tough love because like There'll be times where like we do something wrong but we don't say it because it might hurt the other person but something that i kind of stand by is if you're willing to kind of hold back from your thoughts being honest with the person just just know that not letting them know what they're doing wrong will only hurt them more in the long run that's kind of just beautifully stated i agree yeah. you know it's like i have dumb shit that i do and joshua and lance will spare no energy calling me an idiot and telling me to, to... Yeah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <clears throat> hey guys I, I picked up this this talk this really bad habit and then you know both of them were just like hey hey stop that you'll that's not good and then they just they don't drop it which is good you know it's signs that they care that they're genuine you know good people I haven't dropped it, unfortunately, but, <laughs> you know. Because you're a bitch. Because I am a bitch. I can be your bitch. Maybe Spe I am. Speaking of making people your bitches, <laughs> what do you think would be the perfect first date to go on, some go on with someone? <laughs> Ooh. I, I know Joshua got a spicy answer. Oh, Joshua has a spicy answer. Oh, he definitely got an answer on this one. Like, what do you think? Like, like when you, you're like, oh shit, this girl, I like her a lot, right? I want her to know, like, about me. I want her to know what I like. I want her to, like, I want to show her the time of her life. Where do you take her? Um, I'm going to assume that you don't know anything about her, because otherwise it would be, um, it would depend on the girl. Yeah, I know. It would depend but, on the girl. Um, Just say she wanted you okay. to show her your favorite places. Like, and, and obviously you'd still have to think, oh, I want to take a person here, right? But like, what are, what would be your place? Like for me, I have ideas of places I want to take. I would take someone, right? It's like, what do you think? What would you do? It's frozen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there it is. Hello? Okay, he's back. I don't know. That's hard. I, I mean, like, I don't get bitches either, guys. I don't. 
There's no, there's oh, no. You are way but hypothetically, here. if you were to get, what would you do? If I were to, I guess. Um, my first thought is to go somewhere like quiet and like something, something simple, something that's like maybe even boring, like regularly, just to like, like isolate us, just to like spend time with purely us, you know, not like distract from one another. So like you mean my business? So like, okay, not like that. Yeah, you- Straight to it. I mean, the way you're describing it, it's like you're saying you're gonna oh, get man. straight to it. Trying to find somewhere to no, street. Like, like maybe, maybe a park or something like that. Yeah, no, something, no. something that may even like, yeah, something that's simple and not where you don't really do anything other than just talk and spend time together. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think, and not like, not way. like, um, I, I wouldn't prefer like going somewhere that like takes a lot of energy and takes a lot of attention away from each other but that's just my that's just what i what i would think like my preference yeah i i I agree with that sentiment i think lance he's i don't i think the business you're you're trying you're talking i know i know i know i was just messing around yeah i was around um i i agree for me i have a specific place me and lance we've been there a bunch of times it's the um just the shoreline village it's just a really beautiful place to just walk around and talk. Uh, yeah, like, you know, uh, I have a favorite place to sit on the dock and just think about life there. And, you know, I think it's uh, especially in the later hours of the day, close closer to sunset, it's really pretty. So like Joshua was saying, um, it's just a place where, you know, there's not much to do other than look around. So you'll just end up spending time with each other, taking in each other's personality, learning about each other. But you know, I like the ocean, and so that's that's like my safe space too. So then it would it'd just be nice. It will be nice. Yeah. It will be nice. Wow. It's, it, it must be nice. Oh, it, fuck! Oh, no, that's the set. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. No, but the line. It will be, and it must be. It must be nice. Oh boy. <laughs> what about you guys? Yeah. Me personally, I like it's very similar similar to you. I don't really have a designated place. Park could be one of them. As long as I get to know I'd like them. to piggyback off of that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Yeah, there you go, that's better. I would like to agree with that statement. No, like like, you kind of just you kind of just laid it like good as it is already. Yeah, he he kind of just his opinion is the same as mine. Mm. As long as it's a place where you can learn about them and not really focus on other things, for example, movies. A lot of people like movies, but like you're not learning about them. You're learning about the movie, right? So like mm-hmm. it's not as long as it's a place where you can learn them. It can be any place, even if it's just like a basic attraction, even a carnival too. You can learn. I guess how they treat people based on how they talk to the clerks there. Mm-hmm. How I don't know what makes them happy, what makes them laugh, how their humor is based on different situations. Oh wow! So actually, that yeah, my place would be like a carnival then—a great place to learn something. 
I feel like I feel like the, the other equivalent to that is like something like Disneyland, right? Just because the the two hour long lines that's a lot of time to talk. <laughs> that was oh, a yeah, good Disneyland. I would phone. go to I would go to Disneyland to to um not pay attention to her and just wave my lightsaber around. I remember back in the back in the day, um, when me and Joshua would go to Peck Park like almost every day for the freshman summer, and I remember for like a small part of it. We would sit in front of the place where Philip worked, and then me and him would be trying to beat his beat mom out amiibo. Our, and me and him were trying my our, my our best to beat my Chrome amiibo, and then he got an inkling amiibo, and then like I don't remember which one was stronger. Do you remember? I don't know. What are we talking? I, mean, about? I don't think we did much with it. I'm talking about Smash. Oh, Smash! Super I Smash got my Brothers. ass clapped every match. <laughs> I got so mad I almost threw my switch. What the fuck? Oh, you still right, playing? Well, me? Yeah. Uh, no, I have Matthew's switch. He has my switch. No, I I stopped playing. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't play him. You had my switch for two years. <laughs> two fucking years. That was crazy. How was that? It was it was so long that I forgot I had a switch. <laughs> I, think the funniest, I think the funniest part was when Kennedy when Kennedy finally asked me for it back, he was like it wasn't even hey, can I have my switch back? It's my parents are wondering where my switch is. Yeah, because okay, okay. Here here let, let, let me explain the story to that. Cause um I I'm just chilling one day and then like my, my, my parents got in the mood to play some Mario Kart. But then uh, they're like, uh oh, uh where's the switch? So the first person they go to is me and right. they approach me and they're like, yo son, uh, where's the switch? And I'm like, I'm kind of like, like my balls are sweating in this moment. Cause I'm like, I, I can't tell them I gave it a Joshua for two years <laughs> and it's not in the house. <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, I gotta tell them. So. I was like straight up. I I didn't say your name. I was just saying like um, I let a friend borrow it for a little while, and uh, he he kind of has it. And then they're like, "We'll get it back." And I was like, uh, "Okay." Okay, so they weren't upset. Were they? Um, not really, but they really wanted to play Mario for like for like for like for like the whole. It, it wasn't for like a month. It was it was for like the whole week. They're like. Where's the switch? Where this? Where's the switch? You want to play like Mario Kart, Mario Party, all that? And then I was like, okay, okay, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. And then that's when we finally met, and I actually got it from you. Right. When did you get it? Wasn't it during what? Like during quarantine? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, did you eventually tell them that he had it for two years? <laughs> no. I just said he had it. I I said he just had it for a while. No. So like. Emphasis. So, emphasis on a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I didn't specify long. I just said, oh yeah, he had it for a while, and then I guess for that whole time that Joshua had it, they thought I was just playing it in my room, <laughs> and then I recently gave it a Josh, but that wasn't the case. Are any of is in does your does your family watch this? Any of them? My brother watches this. Gonna... Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom if you, <laughs> if you do hear this. Or, 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 it's over. 
it's our it's our it's our inside joke. Inside joke. Did he know about it before this? Oh no, my my brother had like no idea about like the whole switch guy uh, situation. Well, he does now. But but he he's gonna know now. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. I just uh so I was thinking about this right uh a, a bit deeper of a question we've been kind of um some I guess surface level questions right but you know how deep dish um oh <laughs> how deep um dish um ladies man so like when you wake up every day what is the driving force that gets you to get out of bed you know what keeps you from staying there scroll scrolling on your phone what is what is that thing that that happens to make you be like okay i have to get up whether that happens as soon as you wake up or 10 minutes after you wake up or an hour you know what makes you get up out of bed funny i'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, just i'm just kidding i'm just kidding that's not that's not the real answer um that's Zaza. <laughs> True that you gotta gotta get a fat hit. Ah, um, uh, what makes me get out of this? Driving force to, I guess, just um, driving force to just get me out of bed. Um, I'm I'm gonna say the driving force that gets me out of bed and just gets me going throughout the day is um. The idea that I, I I only have today, I I can only live one day at a time, and in life I do want really great things, but those are those are lagging measures of what I do every day. So um, the most I can do to get there is to get out of bed, make my bed, make breakfast, and just do those little things. Like that's that's the most that I can do, and it's it's significant. I only have today. I can only live one day at a time, so live that day. For me, what gets me out of bed? I think it's it's similar. Like there's a lot of, there's overlap there, but <clears throat> for me, it's instead of looking forward, it's looking back. Right, every day I want to be better than I was yesterday. Like that's how I look at it. That forward improvement for. For me, every day, you know, when I'm getting out of bed, I'm like, okay, man, come on, you can't, you can't, you can't work hard if you're still in bed. So you have to get up, you have to do your routine, you have to do all these things in order to be better than I was yesterday. And, you know, even if I do the exact same thing, as long as I wasn't worse than yesterday, as long as I'm putting forth effort, as long as I'm trying, then that's okay. But what gets me out of bed is just the idea that if I don't get out of bed, then I can't improve, I can't grow. Kennedy? No, wait, never mind. What? Gonna... No, 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 I was gonna. Oh, yeah, actually, what is that? Oh my cat. It's what? It's what? Oh my cat. Good book. No, but what? But, but, but what is it for? Like, like. Wait. Um, Atomic Habits. It's a. It's a really good book. Um, basically, it's kind of like a gives like a what habits are. Um, gives you kind of like a perspective. What is it that makes people build good habits? What is it that makes people prolong bad? Um, 
I really like the book. There's like a chapter. I think it's chapter two. And it's it, it talks about um that what gets us to repeat our habits, it's kind of like a belief. Or in other words, it's kind of like you identify your And it's kind of like um, our, our habits and what we do every day. Yeah. And how we embody ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like um, if you identify yourself with a certain habit, you're most like going to constantly. So let, let's say, for example, it, it gave a good example. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you again. So um, there's person A, person B. And person A, well, both people are trying to quit smoking. The person A puts into work. I know this one. Um, IRL too. Yeah. The so person A says, "Oh, don't give me the cigarette. I'm trying to quit." Okay, sounds good. But the thing is, is that they're still associated with smoking because they still believe. Yeah, they still believe that they're a smoker and they're 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 just quitting, and they're just like taking like a break. And then person B, however, puts it in a much different way. But it's much more powerful. He says, "Oh, I don't want to smoke. That's not me anymore." And what makes this different is that they no longer associate themselves with this habit. Because when you kind of align yourself that you're kind of like a prisoner to these habits that you're trying to like break out of, um, you will only prolong it for like a little while, and then it will come back again because associate yourself whereas if you actually separate yourself from the habit and not only that's not only separate yourself not, not kind of like gaslighting oh wow okay anymore uh, it's kind of like you you give yourself small wins as proof that this is no longer you you know they like um i no longer associate myself with sleeping late which uh, hypocritically, uh, we're filming this at not, not accurate to us, but basically, you say something like, "Oh, I no longer associate myself with sleeping late," and the evidence that proves that is you actually, oh, I actually fall asleep around like nine thirty, and I wake up around, so I actually instead of staying up at like three and then waking up one p.m. Oh, yeah. Basically, it's um, it's like the most fundamental change we can make is to change who our who who we are. Yep. So if I was trying to have a better sleep schedule, you know, you could change you can change it for the sake of changing the outcome. You know, getting better sleep, or you can go a deeper level and change the symptoms, or you know, getting better sleep, like setting a routine. You know, uh, setting alarms. Or third, third and deepest level is to change who you are. Say, change, change your beliefs and say, um, "I am a person who gets good sleep." Mm -hmm. and when you, when you, when you believe that, when you set your goal towards changing who you are and not just the outcome, um, then the outcomes will follow, and that's, that's how you get it to stick is by changing who you are. I don't have much to add on to because I'm not really good at this. <laughs> I mean, Joshua knows about this. I kind of fall prey to my own bad habits. 
Uh, it's a good book. It's a good book. You should definitely give it to me. I, I'm probably not going to buy it. I mean, if you want to lend it to me, I will read it. But I don't know. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ken? What's your thing that gets you up? Um, I'm, I'm glad that Joshua mentioned that there's something else from that that stood out to me. Um, hmm. It's the... I believe it's the 32 degrees Fahrenheit, like the melting oh. for an ice cube. That is something that stood out to me. And actually, it's kind of funny because I, I heard about this book from all YouTubers. And um, really? yeah, because uh, he, he has his channel called The Weekly. And I kind of found it recently. And I was like, oh, I didn't know this was class. And he he mentioned atomic habits and he mentioned this example um 32 degrees something like that being the melting point for an but the importance of this example is supposed to represent like us reaching that point in our lives that we've done the thing that we wanted to and it starts off like um like when we start something we start somewhere around like freezing point i know it's different for other people some people have reached for most people start at freezing and after freezing point of the ice cube yeah freezing point of the ice cube and the ice cube is kind of like represent and like a embodiment of like their goals and then when they finally melt and at first it doesn't seem like when we put like effort into something it goes up a degree and it doesn't seem like you're not doing much and you kind of like think like i feel like i'm not really going to reach my potential not really contributing to anything but the thing is that when you put constant and consistent effort and time into something you're not just putting a singular degree it accumulates on it. and eventually at some point you will reach that melting point where you start seeing ice cube melt. And then you're actually, I'm actually seeing progress. And I'm actually seeing that I'm actually going somewhere. And I, f I feel for, I'm like that ice because something that I have big fear of, kind of just in my life in general, living a life of unfulfilled And I feel a lot of people are very, capable of doing great things but the, th the biggest thing that holds them back from ever doing that is kind of that belief that i'm not really gonna do much it's gonna be another speck in this green floating green and blue floating and in the middle no i'm just i'm just another human just to live and die and then people are gonna forget um i i fear that that's going to be the summation of my life. Um, and something that kind of like pushes me is kind of like constantly trying to do better because I've, I've went through an experience that's kind of like where I was kind of rock and I understood the kind of that feeling of just being still and just doing nothing and just allowing yourself to, Kind of just get much more colder and but you just stay frozen 
not not contributing to anything, not trying to do better for yourself. But at some point, I kind of realized that it's it's not worth living a life of just um holding yourself from your feeling that. Pain. I I know some people are kind of like, oh, but how do I fill my potential? Good things I can do. The the best thing that you can do is, try. and yeah. I feel people are scared of just trying, falling down. Everyone's pointing fingers like, oh, look at this fucking loser, you fell down, or uh, basic being just 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 try for you, and that's something that I to do and not only that um understand that some people go through i kind of want to be uplifting for because i find fulfillment in that um for me i i find joy in kind of like encouraging others like when i see someone having a crappy day and i do something that actually gets a smile out of them that's 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 what makes me happy stuff like that like um if I have like a friend that is like going through like some shit with like what is like or like what well, whatever like very minor problems that seem like very major to them in the moment, um, I kind of want to be there for them because yeah. I feel the worst sight that you can ever see is like seeing someone hurting and knowing that they're trying to hide it and. You just kind of being there like with the decision should i try to make their day or should i just let them live in that pain which of course for me i'd rather help them the best but yeah that's kind of yeah. something that gets me up in them doing something knowing that generally be a good influence and also for all, all we're all we're missing is miss cole True. <laughs> uh, is it okay if I add on to that? Just a little bit. Yeah. So, um, obviously, I don't, I don't want this to be a Socratic seminar about atomic habits, even though it is a good book. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I do really like Kennedy's um example. There was another example that's basically the same. It's you're trying, uh, say, you there's a rock in front of you, and you're trying to split it open. That represents split in half that represents the goal in your life okay mm -hmm. and you, you see uh, a skilled stone worker and he's hammering at it with a, a hammer and chisel and he hits it 50 times and it does nothing you know and then on the 51st hit it splits open it's not the 51st hit that split it open it was all the hits before that and so progress progress is stored the same way uh, you can go up a degree, two degrees, three degrees from freezing point, and you you won't see the ice cube melt. But it wasn't the the thirty second degree that melted it. It was all the degrees before that. And so that that's what gets me out of bed in the morning is, you know, I if I if I could split open this rock in one hit, I would. But I can't. I can only hit it once, one one time at a time. I can only live life one day at a time, and it's still just as important. So I want to go up and I want to hit the rock, even if it's just once. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so I have to go deep to that one. Okay. <laughs> but, Matthew, this might be a little bit of an answer. You asked me before about what keeps me going. 
Yeah. I mean, to put it broadly, I I have a dream, but it's not the dream that pushes me through, but it's the idea that I refuse to be the reason why I don't achieve that dream. I refuse to not try my best. I refuse to be the failure. I refuse to do that. I want to live a life where when I look back or anytime I die at any moment in my life that I look back and be proud of myself. I don't want to be one of those people that grow up and grow old and be like, oh, I should have done this. Oh, I should have done that. Oh, I could have done this at this moment. I refuse to do that. You only live once, so might as well live it to the fullest. You know, so when I hear people saying they regret things, I've seen someone die with regrets. And I know that I don't want to be one of those people. Right. So I will do everything to achieve what I want. And if it sacrifices something, yes. But I refuse to be the reason why I fail. That's just how to put it. I go by a saying, the only person that can really cause you to fail is you. So it's either you strengthen yourself or you're screwed. Because, I mean, you live in a tough world. No one's going to baby you around. I mean, maybe when you were younger now, but not anymore. You have to push yourself through. And that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, so, I... Yeah. To, to add on to that, um, I, I, I agree. Uh, you are your greatest enemy. No, you're the only one stopping yourself. But you're also your greatest and sometimes your only ally. And so much in, much like in life, Everything is a duality. And so it's important to view yourself in both lights, to see the whole picture, not just to see yourself as an enemy, but to see yourself as someone you got to help, someone who is helping you. you know? mm-hmm. yeah. And, um, you know, uh, what I was going to say, Lance, you said you are the only person that will cause yourself to fail. I actually... I re- the... Huh? No, I don't want to be the reason why to fail. I mean, there's other factors too. Yeah, you don't want to be the reason why you fail, right? However, or no, no, no. I think your exact phrasing was something along the lines of "you are the only one that can cause yourself to fail," and I, I think a better wording for that would be um, "you're the only person who can let yourself fail," because other people can cause you to fail, other things can cause you to fail, but as long as you don't let yourself fail, as long as you what? (laughs) I choked on the water. As long as you, as long as you aren't like letting yourself out, as long as you're not just taking it lying down, I think that's the difference. I think that, that 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 wording that matters to me there because one of them is like, no, 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 I know, but one of them is like, you are the only person who will stab yourself, or you are the only person who can stop that knife. Because I feel like if 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 you aren't taking control of your life, you're probably gonna fail. That knife will come at you, and you won't stop it. But I don't think you're causing the knife to come at you. I think you're letting it come at you. If that makes sense. Mm. And you're the only person who can sidestep it, who can block it, whatever. You know, you're the only one who can do that. Yeah. There we get so, to finish off that topic, <laughs> to finish off the topic, the question was, um, you know, what gets me out of bed? And it's it's really just, um, you know, putting value, putting significance in my day, knowing that that's all that I've got. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You'd... Like, know, my bad, my bad. to a lot of people, you know, hitting the rock once and trying to, trying to split it open, you know, hitting it once, it, it's meaningless to them. And it's, 
it's really important for me to uh, recognize and acknowledge the meaning that hitting the rock once will do, even if it's just once, even if it's only, you know, one step, you know, that step is just as important. And so when I wake up, I always remind myself, you know, how important today is, is how, and then I take one. Actually, I think I have a question I wanted to ask after you <clears throat> bring up the rock thing multiple times, right? That is true, right? With most things, you're not going to see immediate progress. Uh, second guest of the night? <laughs> Did that input? That is his dad. Okay. I want him to be like, that's my brother. Did he say that? What did he say? That was the most Texas accent I ever heard. Texas? Texas? That sounds Texas. That's Texas? the most Texas? Texas. Okay, I had a point. You definitely ruined what he just appeared. <laughs> he just fucking... <laughs> Anyways, what I'm saying is with the rock, with the rock, um, mm. you know, sometimes you'll hit it thousands of times and nothing will happen. Do you think that sometimes you should give up? Like, is there a point, you know, when sometimes you should move on, you should give up because that rock isn't breaking, you know, like, yeah, 51, you know, like you're saying, you know, you hit it 50 times. The 51st one is the one that breaks it, but all 51 matter equally, right? What if you've been hitting that rock for maybe 10 years, 15 years already, and you're not making progress? You're, you're hit, you, it's, it's, you've, hit, you've, been, you've hit that rock 72,000 times, and it hasn't broken. What yep. do you do? Um, Ask yourself why you hit the rock in the first place. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, you know... In life, you you will you will fail. It's it's inevitable. Um, but you know, failure gives you two options: are you gonna stay down, or you know, are you gonna get back up? And, you know, I I uh, you know um one of the one of the first steps I've taken, because, you know, I felt like I've hit rock bottom plenty of times. Um, one of the steps I've taken, one of the lessons from, from my habits that I've taken is I am not a person who gives up. I am a person who will always try their best to live the happiest life that they can over not living, you know, over giving up, you know, and so, you know, um, it's either it's either I fail or I keep trying and I will always choose to keep trying. And I truly believe that nothing is impossible to those who try. I like to think about it like this. If you were 30 failures away from living your dream life, being a millionaire, etc., how eager would you be to get those failures? You know, I, I don't you believe mean. failure 
I don't view failure as, you know, an obstacle, but as a stepping stone part of the road. And I I would rather lift more difficult than it is rather than put it down and give up. And uh, a thousand times is a long time, yeah, but I don't believe that I don't believe that I can't crack open the rock if I keep trying. I feel like I, I, I believe that the only way this rock won't open is because I stopped hitting it. Not because it's uncrackable, because I stopped hitting it. And yeah, then um, adding on to that, I would think, you know, maybe maybe it's not the rock. Maybe I have to get better tools, maybe we have to get stronger, put more value into these hits, etc. You know, maybe 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 this isn't the problem if I'm doing this right. Maybe there's something else, you know? Life sometimes sometimes you'll think like or like maybe you fail a test, you know? And like you you understood it. You understood it but you still failed. Maybe maybe it's you know, maybe what you're doing right, you know, like you the things that you're doing right you think you, you you wouldn't think oh that that's not enough you'd think oh maybe there's something else that i have to work on so i i would build off of that but to answer your question um i feel like the only way the rock wouldn't crack open is if i like what you're talking about mm-hmm. i'm sure there are people who have chased their dreams right as hard as they could for their entire lives and not achieved it would you think of that even if you'll never achieve it, you should just keep chasing it. Because I know, um, like, I, mean, I know that you know some people will say that that them chasing that dream was fulfillment in their lives, even if they never got it. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's not always about the destination; it's about the journey. And and even if that journey never ends, is it still worth it to to go through that journey if there will never be a destination? If if you will go eighty years trying to get into the admin. 40 years trying to get into the acting industry and it just doesn't work right like you just it just never works and you keep doing that forever and ever until you die and you never achieve your dream is it still worth it to you to me yeah i mean i have two things to say to that and that's you know you can either you can either um regret not trying or you can try you can either suffer the pain of regret or the pain of discipline and i'd rather do that and that reminds me of a saying you know that you should always shoot for the moon because even if you miss you'll land among the stars Mm -hmm. i mean the rock wanted to be a football player that didn't happen but now he's he's an actor and he's very successful and he's he's happy you know the point is you know, life is chaos, and life is bright, and life is unpredictable, and you can't control a lot of things. But you know, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you can't be happy if you keep trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it is very good. Fair. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. What about you, Lance? I don't, I didn't even have a question. I just <laughs> just looking at you. <laughs> Do you have anything? Yeah, I'm the only one who's answered. <laughs> well, 
I think we're just gonna leave it right where Josh said it there. I, I agree. Um, like, I'd like, to, I'd like to piggyback off. <laughs> piggyback off for yourself. You know, <laughs> I'd like to agree with that one. Yeah, that was very good. Was very insightful. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. Mm. This is like half the. Every time, if me and Joshua are on call until like three a.m., it it always turns into some shit like this. <laughs> very philosophical. Mm. Very interesting. Called the Deep Dish Podcast, but like, let's 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 get back to the the, the sauce on top. Like, where are the cheese at the bottom? Like, what are your thoughts on someone who's afraid to let someone back in, or to let people back in after pain? Oh, so like after. Like um, say you cut someone off because like, um, they they did you wrong, something like that. No, just pain in general. Maybe not someone they've done wrong, but you just in the whole exchange, it wasn't really their fault. Let's okay, let's just say you were a fault, right? And you feel guilty. Yeah, this is very special pertaining to me. Let's say you made a mistake, and you know you made a mistake, and you know you made like hurt someone about it, right? And now you afraid of let someone someone back into that same zone because you're afraid of hurting uh them again or someone again what are your thoughts oh, so you you as the quote-unquote wrongdoer are worried of going back into getting back into their life because you're afraid you'll hurt them no, again? not them specifically into another life letting another person because you're afraid the same scenario might happen yes growth but Fear is still there. Okay. Hmm. Okay. It's an interesting scenario. It is a very very specific. Very specific. Really, I really think uh, going back to what we were talking about earlier, right? Like that. Uh, what What do you What do you um look for in a good friend? And we it really brought down to um unconditional love. And that's that's what I really think because you know in life, um, people people will hurt you, you know. Uh, people will hurt you, and it really comes down to you asking yourself: um, Are these people worth pain? Are they worth the work? Are they worth growing together with and being happy with? And so. Um, you know, you have to find the answers to those questions yourself. And you know, if if that person answers no, then that's okay. That just means there are more people in life who are waiting for you and waiting to fill that space. And you have yourself because you know, for for all the intentions that you have to be a good person and to not hurt these people, at the end of the day, we're all flawed. And will never be perfect. It just boils down to, for me, um, do you share that unconditional love, that agreement, that intent to work with me and stick with me and work with each other, and you know, just uh, develop and preserve this relationship? That's what it boils down to. So basically, if it's worth it, okay. They're, if they're worth the work, if they're worth the pain. And if they share the same intent, that same mutual intent as you, because at the end of the day, we, we're all flawed. And no matter 
how good our intentions are, no matter how hard we try. You know, I mean, mistakes are inevitable, and you know, people will hurt you. It just comes down to, you know, evaluating that situation and asking yourself, is it best? Do I do I really want this person in my life? Do I want to work with this person? Or Definitely. Mm-hmm. Same way you work with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know what situation you're going through, but, um, you know, if if someone decides to drop you because you you've hurt them, know that, you know, what I like to say to myself is that, you know, you you did your best and you you fully intended to treat them well, and if they drop you then there's nothing you can do about that other than keep going and knowing that that only that space that they're leaving in your life is only room for something better something someone that will make you happier either as a friend a companion a lover better hmm. those people that you really want to stay not not the people that you know will go through those lows with you and say i can't handle this i mean uh, that's not what I want. I don't think that's what you want. Yeah. I would like to add on to that. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd like to say what Joshua said was very beautifully put. Just just putting that out first. But um, I feel kind of just you bringing that up, Lance. I just want to tell you, forgive yourself. That's just something that you need to do like straight up. Because... I understand the position of really messing up, um, really losing that person that you felt was like the one, the very special person that would just be there to fulfill your dreams of like, like partnership, like relationships, stuff like that. I've, I understand that. And when I lost that, I bashed myself very hard over it. And a lot of it was like, oh, it's, it's completely my fault. I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, I should have done better. Like a lot of it was just a lot of regret and a lot of anger and just kind of like, like, like it just only got worse, like over time, because every single day I just constantly tell myself, you messed up this one chance. You messed it up and that person's gone now. Your life is worthless. Give up. Stuff like that. But that's it's not a good way of like living your life kind of just in that way of just constantly putting guilt and shame on yourself. You have to bring forgiveness. Of course, easier said than done because some people just really hate themselves a lot. And I understand that because for me with, with like a situation that I went through, it took me nearly two years to finally forgive myself for, um, certain situation with a specific person kind of ending the way that I did. And yeah, you just have to realize that what what's done is done, but all you can really look at now is all the love that the friends that you still have still give you uh, kind of like the things that your friend, like friends checking up, things like that. You have people who treat you like family still, and you can't hyper fixate 
yourself on one very specific person thinking that they are everything. Because guess what? They are only a small speck, a paragraph of your entire book of life. You can't fixate yourself on just a certain section of your life that's already finished. You have to look at all that you have now still. And I know for me, I struggle with kind of like instilling in that in myself because it's kind of just like sometimes some days I kind of like think about like past guilt, like dumb stuff that I did during high school. And I'm like, man, I should I have done better. But at the same time, it's kind of like it's done. Like it's it's not like I'm going to freaking Thanos with the time stone and like, hold up, let me let me fix it. And you, you can't you can't go back. You can't go back. You can't fast forward. But all you can really do is just live now. And yeah, you. Oh, sorry, continue. Yeah, just 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 live now and just realize that even if you have you had that one loss that told on you very hardly, you still have so many W's in your life still. It's just up to you to realize it. I just want to yeah. say something. Yeah. I know for a fact, I instantly thought of Jim Bay. True, true. Okay. When he was talking, I started okay. because he started talking like this One Piece guy. Yeah. yeah. You, you couldn't have possibly known then what you know now. Yeah. That is true. It's it's the very experience of messing up that you know gives you gives you the opportunity to be better teaches you because you know you, we want to be the best people that we can be and you know uh, we but we lack experience we lack the skills um, and in trying to be the best people we can be we will inevitably face those you know areas where we're lacking you know, I mean, failure is inevitable. It's yeah. it's not about, you know, what happened then. It's about what will happen now. What can I what can I control? I can't control who I was back then, but I can now. I can control who I am now. I can learn from it. Yeah. yeah. I um, just want to say. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, think of it like this, like. Wherever you messed up at that point in your life, you didn't mess up somehow. Well, you know, that same mistake, that same mistake and that same lesson will inevitably come to you at some other point in life because, you know, you need it. You need it to get to where you want to be. You need that failure. Yeah. I, um... I see now why Matthew puts you in such a high pedestal. I've always wondered why, but then the more I listen to you speak, I've been watching you this entire time. The way you speak, it's very, I don't know, like, I've been analyzing him the entire time, and the way he brings his thoughts into work, it's very sincere. Yeah. But it's also with purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not like just trying to convey words and make it make sense, but more of actually trying to deliver a point. Mm-hmm. That's um. I mean, I'm taking notes. I struggle with putting my thoughts into words, so you know, I'm taking notes from you, my mm-hmm. I see. This hey, is. I relinquish my time. Just 
I just really, I, I want to help. Whatever you're going through. Cool. The, um, the key difference between the way me and Josh would talk, because there's a lot of overlap, I think you'll see in the, he's way more, um, he, I think that the easiest way to put it, right, is when I'm saying something, you'll see me say something, stumble around it, and then get to the point. Whereas he will, he, he is more likely to stop himself, think about it, and then say it. Even if we say the same things, the, the way that, and I don't know if we always say the same things, we have different opinions, but saying even what, during the times where we will have the exact same opinion about something, you'll see me like going, like, like stuttering and pushing through it that way. Whereas he will, he will, he will take it slowly and then give you everything more, more like precisely, if that makes sense. I appreciate the compliment. I learned by mimicking. I watching. This is very. Yeah. I need to listen to Josh more. True. I mean, Lance, if you because Lance was asking me for help with the same thing because I'm good at yeah. just putting my thoughts into words, but I think yeah, it would be better if you learn by mimicking. It'd be significantly better from Josh within me because mine fits my personality. Like, you know, I'm, I, that is just who I am. I'm a very fast person, and it's fine if I stumble around. I will get to the point, right? It's like it's like the same same thing I do with coding, right? I will just brute force it until I'm right. And that whether that comes to speech, et cetera, right? I will say the same thing. I will say it as many times as I have to to get the point until I, until I, say the, until I finally say the correct sequence of words. But uh, instead, and instead, of, instead of that, Joshua tends to to slowly think about it right instead of brute forcing it he'll 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 think of it in his mind instead of writing every command and trying it he'll think of all the commands in his head and and be like no that won't work so i shouldn't i shouldn't test it because i know it won't work kind of i it's not as simple as that it's not as it's not as black and white as that but yeah i think that at, at the core that's how i would perceive him and how i would perceive me and if you look at it a different way right when, when me and john when i'm going through some shit uh Joshua tends to tell a lot of jokes, right, while I'm talking. And, I mean, that's the nature of our friendship. It's fine. You know, it's not like I think he devalues it or he doesn't value me, and that's why he's telling jokes. But the other thing is, while he's telling those jokes, he is thinking about what to fucking say. You know, it's not the whole purpose. Obviously, he knows telling jokes will make me feel better. But there's another thing. If I'm laughing and he's telling jokes, that also gives him time to think about what the fuck he has to say. It's not always like that, whatever, but that is one of the things he does. That's just social, social shit. Yeah, um, I figured. Uh, oh yeah, but before I I wanted to add on. Um, I was kind of worried, um, coming on because of the podcast because I I figured you'd be asking deep questions up front, but. Yeah, um, a lot of these things that I'm telling you are things that I've learned and figured out and, and lived through because, you know, a lot of the times, or more like all the time, life is life is chaos, but you give yourself time and you make your own meaning out of it. You create your own patterns out of it and it becomes your life to live. <laughs> That's crazy. How this whole podcast started because I sent out a story of who is trying to start a podcast. That's how it started. It started. Yeah, yeah. I I watched a podcast and And I was like, you know what, I want to start it. And then then I found people with the same idea. 
I saw I saw Lance's story and he was like, Oh, it's me and Kennedy. And I was like, Bro, no offense. You and Kennedy are great people. I just don't think there's any sauce. You know, because of the pizza. That's how it's fucked. Damn. No belief in us. Wow. That's crazy. This man doubts us. This is the sentence I said to you, and you're like, actually, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you agreed with that. You never said that. You, I hate. You, you know, I added you on here because we had chemistry, and I was like, you know what? You said you. I remember exactly what you said. That. God, what did I say? This. Uh oh, podcast breaking up. This is the chemistry <laughs> podcast. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, and I was like, let me add you in. And it's when you were added in. That's what I meant. No, that was such a bitchy way to put that. Wow. That was such a bitchy way to put that. No, no, it's like it's like when you have a sandwich, right? You need, you need, you or it's like when you have a burger, right? You need, you need good buns, you need good meat, and you need good con, you need good condiments, you need good lettuce, or whatever the fuck that is. You guys have good meat, you guys have good buns, but there was no, there was no, there, but there was no cheese, there was no lettuce. That's what I meant. That's what I mean by you needed this chemistry. Fucker. And and I'm like an optional ingredient that like some people will have. And then like it tastes good. There's some people like it, some people don't. You know what I think is funny, right? Is uh, the the thing I'm using, right? There's this podcast that I listened to before called the Chuckle Sandwich Podcast. And it was the exact same the exact same thing. One of them was bread, one of them was like the mayo, one of them was was the was the and then and then every guest was, was their own ingredient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if that came out as bitchier than I thought, that's not what I meant. I, I did not mean it that way. I did not mean you guys couldn't succeed without me. It was just like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like a pizza, a pizza without the... He didn't mean, he didn't mean that you couldn't succeed without him, but he meant that you could not succeed without him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be funnier if I was there. Like, like what, what was I trying to say? This is what this is initially. I'll I'll, I'll be transparent. My initial first thoughts when I heard it was Lance and Kennedy. I was like, they're gonna have good conversation, but it it doesn't sound like it'll be it'll be like super super funny. Like there are, and I'm just fucking stupid. And I literally, you know, I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, uh, we're not funny. Yeah. I spent, material. I spent the entire last podcast just fucking showing you pictures of Kevin Hart. I. <laughs> No, the thing is, well, I was listening on Spotify and I had no idea what the fuck was going on when the whole, the whole Kevin Hart, who was there? I was talking too. You're, you're just, it was just Matthew giggling out of nowhere. All of a sudden we were talking and, and then all of a sudden it just got quiet and then we start giggling. <laughs> yes, I was so confused. So sorry. This is a little too. <laughs> I will say, I think you guys can all agree. Like, if Josh was okay with it, maybe a future episode you can come back. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, whenever we whenever we want, like, a really deep episode, you know, I think I think Joshua, Joshua's great for that. I think, re- I think regulars would be good. Yeah. He's very boyfriend material. True. It's so weird to say it, but it's so true. No homo, though. No homo. I, I know. Homo. No, 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 no. Plenty of homo. Plenty of homo. I'd follow. Oh, me. Homie. Homie. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Homo. Homo. <laughs> <laughs> Two different friends. What on everyone?
every member of the friend group's like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry, we got you. And then the one guy's like, no, I'd fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry it was so scoffed that I made you guys wait so long because I was busy, but it was it was a good conversation. Mm-hmm. That's okay. He looks tired. He's like, damn, I was supposed to sleep thirty minutes ago. I know. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. I'm like he would have he would have gone down the YouTube rabbit hole anyways. Yeah. I actually would have gotten nothing from YouTube. I probably would have learned like lore on like the most random topic just to never bring it up again. True. Arrogant too. Shut the fuck. I like how this podcast is like littered with like random segments of like one of us making like a sound effect. Like it'd be like you'd be like, oh yeah, that's a that's a very good point. And then Lance would go like we got to and like like out of nowhere when one of the when one of the members can be replaced by a soundboard i don't think that's a great sound people <laughs> oh, roasted it's crazy damn you can read i'd like to piggyback off that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I guess. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> blind or deaf? I mean, what what, that's a good one. See, like, what are we doing? That, what are blind or deaf? That's a great question. I want to go blind or deaf. <laughs> that's like a... That's like a I would rather... Paragraph I'd rather go deaf. Really? Okay. Here's how I look at it. <clears throat> for me, as a... The way I look at it, if you want to enjoy life, you go deaf. I mean, you rather enjoy, enjoy love, right? If you had to pick between the two, if you had to enjoy the company of people and love, you choose to go blind, because. But but if you want to continue functioning in in society, you want to keep doing stuff like that, you go deaf. Because for me, me personally, the way I view the world, right, sound, voice, and music, like those 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 things. Those things are the most important, right? The sound of the, of the of the of the waves, the sound of my loved ones. Their voices and music in general. That's that's mo- that's I think what makes me happy the most, right? Joshua is summoning Jesus, bro. No, it's fine. Like, yeah. it's like Doctor Strange shit. I'm like, psh, psh. you know, how much burden you you feel like blind than deaf. Yeah, like, no, but... yeah. <laughs> how much of a burden? What the? F- <laughs> so that was evil. <laughs> Another thing about another thing about a soundboard is it isn't controversial either. That's when low tier God for a sec. Let me finish. All right. One one thing I was saying right is, you go you go blind you go deaf. That all that happiness, a lot of it's gone, right? Because you can have a lot of way from from looking at the world. Right, like you know, they're they're beautiful things, beautiful people, etc. But I, the my per- like boobs. I don't like boobs. Yeah, you know, as long as you can still feel the warmth of your of your people, of your person, of the people around you, and then then you don't need to see them. You just need to hear them because you spend a lot of the time with I su- I suppose your significant other with your eyes closed. Surprisingly, you know, your eyes will be closed, cuddling with them. You might not even be looking at them. You just need to feel them. You need to hear them. And the other thing is that I'm a musician. I fucking love music more than anything else. And I, uh, I, I would 
I would not go deaf. If I wanted to enjoy living life, I would not lose my hearing. That's I think that's wow. the biggest thing, right? I think the human voice and the sound of instruments; those are the those are two of the things that I love most in the world. If I what if, if I go blind, dude, <laughs> you think it's your wife, bro? I can. I, don't... I still have a hand who can. I still feel. But like, how do you know how hairy your wife is? If you, if you, if you... Oh, okay. You're okay. You're okay. Well, one ha one has a cock and one doesn't. One has a cock, and what do you mean? How can you feel how hairy your wife is when you can feel it? When you can feel it? But you know, hands with you did, rippers. You know, you know what I thought. You know what? Hear deafness. Uh, hearing aids. Like oh, deafness. never mind. No, no, not like not hearing. Hearing aids is only takes so far, but there's actually like. I, 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 there was a new technology. I completely forgot what I read about it recently. Where even no, no, that's not the point. That's not that's not related to the thing though. It's it's in this hypothetical. You have to go blind oh. or go like permanently without a. Yeah, like you live the rest of your life without one. Oh, the way I see it. No, no, no. How do cure um death? Don't they have a? Don't they have like an experimental cure for the pen? There's, there's a mental cure in Japan. For no, no, no. Oh, for deafness, it's it, it's experimental. It's called Terima. Terry milk. Terima. Terima. Yeah, carry my dick in your mouth. See what I felt? Did you felt? You fucking Look at him! Look at him smile! <laughs> Be nice. For the Spotify listeners, he's he he walked out of he he muted himself and slowly moved out of frame. <laughs> I'm glad I said nothing because I didn't even see that coming. I saw it as soon as he said "Karima," I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, no. If I said if I said "Karima," it wouldn't have worked. Oh, he's back. Use a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, I feel like to enjoy life for me, right? If I wanted to continue enjoying life, I would I, I would keep my hearing. But if I wanted to be a functioning member of society, like I wanted to keep doing things, because if you can draw, like if you can see, I can still drive, I can still write, I can still code, I can still do all of these things. Right? I think it's function over happiness. That's and the, if you're deaf, no, if you're blind, you can't see me go. <laughs> that, right? but, but like if I was, right? Because the only thing you would hear is you collapsing. You think I wouldn't feel the punches? <laughs> feel is my right hook on your jaw. The only thing you'd feel is me throwing a left hook out of nowhere. Hey guys, thank you for watching. This has been the Deep Dish Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, and thank you, Joshua, for being on today.
Yeah, of course. Yeah, Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Insta. Shout out to Insta. Um, follow us at the Deeper Dish. Should be over there on Instagram. We should make a Twitter account. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll make yeah, it. Maybe. And we'll make a Discord server that you guys can join if you want. Yeah. Um. <laughs>